Welcome to the podcast, Guiding the Perplexed. Today we continue our study of Maimonides of the Rambam's introduction. This is part three. And as I have been until now, I'm taking this in short pieces, piece by piece. I know that means it's going to take a while, but each piece gives you the opportunity, hopefully, to listen to one a day for a short period of time and absorb the point that the Rambam makes. So um, <clears throat> today might be a little bit longer than yesterday's, but um, here goes. So Rambam continues as follows. He had just, well, just by way of a comment from me first, he had just explained the reason why he's writing this book, right? We, he mentioned two reasons. He's writing it, A, because of the perplexion that one has when they confront a verse in the Torah, or uh, he, he mentioned as well uh, something written by the rabbis in the Talmud, etc., that seems to conflict with what we know from natural science. And this creates a situation where one either has to go with science or go with the Torah, one in contradiction to the other, which creates the cognitive dissonance, and he wants to give us an approach on how to deal with that. And the second, to explain things in the Torah which seem uh, unrealistic, which seem uh, which don't seem right. They, we read something and, and to demonstrate that the true meaning is, the, is that it's written as a parable, it's not meant to be taken uh, on its, at, at its face value and its literal value. So, and to explain in many cases those parables. So now the Ramam is going, so that seems like a very, very grand um, undertaking to explain all of this. So the Ramam is gonna qualify that a little bit today and start by saying as follows. I'm not telling you that this book is going to go ahead, is going to remove all contradictions and problems and difficulties for the people that 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 do understand this book. And I'm not telling you that this book is going to answer every question. However, I will answer most of the questions, especially the ones that are the most difficult ones and most important. You can't possibly expect me, a, a sensible person could not expect me that when I mention a subject and begin to answer it, that I'm going to completely um, give the entire answer, right? And you also can't expect me to, uh, when I'm explaining a parable that's written in the Torah, to go into every single detail of the parable and explain exactly what it really means. Um, even a... a um, uh, 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 no matter how intelligent a person is, he couldn't even do that even if he was speaking, even if he was giving a lecture or having a conversation trying to explain it. There's always going to be a limitation. So if you can't do it in a conversation, you certainly can't do it in a book. And furthermore, the Ramam says, and this is very interesting, if, if I did try to do that and explain every single detail, then the person reading this book Will th a foolish person reading the book will think then that he knows everything. And then he would use that to make all kinds of, 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 of ignorant comments um, uh, and, and, and ignorant comments and, and maybe even start to attack what I wrote and so on. If I go down to every single level of detail, so the point is not, here's, this is my comment now saying, the point, the Rama is saying the point is not to, to answer every question to the tiniest, tiniest detail and explain every parable tiniest detail. It's to, get, to give you the basic idea, the basic understanding of what to do when you have a contradiction, how to resolve these contradictions, 
between science and the Torah, and also how to understand these parables, the basics on how to understand them. The Ramam explains further, we've already explained in our legal writings, in other words, in our writings on Allah and the Mishnah Torah, which the Ramam had written earlier, right? Already explained um, many general ideas. This is not new. I've touched upon these ideas when I talked about them then. For example, the Rambam says, I mentioned, and th- these two um, accounts, uh, which were, the Rambam is about to mention, this is my comment, is <coughs> are, are the basis of a lot of the book that we're about to read. One is the, the Maase Bereshit, or the account of the creation, and the other is the Maase Merkava, or otherwise translated the account of the chariot. The Maase Bereshit refers to the description of how God created this world, right? Which is the beginnings of the chapters of Genesis. And the Maase Merkava is, is mostly recorded in Ezekiel and bits of it in other places like Isaiah, but mostly in Ezekiel who described what the heavenly chariots looked like. Now, um, in the Rambam scheme, and, and he'll come back to this throughout the book, uh, the Maase Bereshit represents natural law, law. And, and here now the words of the Rambam, I'll go back to the Rambam. So therefore, the Rambam says, I mentioned that I've already stated that the Maase Bereshit, the account of creation, is the Torah discussing natural science. And now I'm going to make a comment. How could that be? If it doesn't, it doesn't seem, the, you know, the Rambam will explain what he means, that it is a parable, and we're going to get there, but you've got to be patient. But the Ramam is just touching on that now. But the Ramam is saying that the Masse Bereshit discusses that there is a natural process which God set in place when he set the world up and created it. And there's scientific laws and rules that God put into place, and we can discover and study these and find them, and the Ramam will get to this later. So Masse Bereshit represents the laws of science, that God created a world with the laws of science. Are, um, and then the Maase Merkava, which is described by Ezekiel, the accounts of the chariot, discusses heavenly concepts and spiritual ideas, right? So again, the, if one looks at Ezekiel and there's descriptions, there's physical descriptions of what he saw when he saw the chariot of God, so to speak. But the Rambam again explains that as a parable too, right? And he's going to go into that in detail as well. That what does it all mean when he sees all of these things? What do these images think, mean? And again, that is a parable, and the Rambam will explain that. And just as the Rambam says, now I'm going back to his words, right? That the rabbi said that the account of the chariot shouldn't even be taught to a person alone unless the person is a smart person, is an educated person, and is able to understand. And then when you teach that to him, you teach him the 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 Rashi Prakim, the heads of the chapters, right? Right? In other words, you teach a person who's intelligent, you don't you don't go into all the d- details. You give him the basics. You say when you study the ma- account of the chariot, the Masimirkava, right? This is how you approach it. And then an intelligent person is able to understand on his own how to go into deeper depth based on his own level. But you don't go all the way down to the detail because once you do that, you end up where the person thinks he knows everything, which is what the Ramam just said before, and can end up making stupid comments. And Ramam does use the word stupid. So, um, or ignoramus, or uh, however uh, you translate it into English. 
So don't ask me for anything more than the chapter headings, the Rambam says, right? In other words, I'm going to give you the basics, the approach, I'm going to give you the Rashi Prakim. So don't ask me anymore. And even when you ask me, and even when I mention the Rashi Prakim, the, the chapter headings, says the Rambam, um, I'm not going to say it necessarily in order. It's not going to be uh, um, uh, consistent, um, but rather I'm, I'm going to be bouncing back and forth from idea to, the, to idea. Because I want this to be something um, that is... Um, that is partly hidden um, and that you can see truths, but they're partly hidden, partly open. And that is how I'm going to design this book. And occasionally I might go off on a tangent and mention a, uh, something that I think of. Like as I'm discussing one thing, I might think of something else and discuss that. Because the idea is that I want these concepts to, as the Rambam says, and this is, I'm reading from Kapak's translation in Hebrew, My purpose in this book is that as you read it, the truth should come shining forth, but then become hidden. That you should be able to get a sense, I'm getting closer to the truth, and then get a sense for the hiddenness of it, and the fact that you need to do more um, more research and 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 it, it, I do this in order to be consistent with the intention of God when God wrote the Torah and the way that he wrote the Torah and when the prophets wrote the prophecies in the way that they wrote the prophecies and when the rabbis wrote the Talmud in the way they wrote the Talmud they wrote it in such a way that we can access the truth but it's not it's not obvious it's not clear and not all the way down to detail and um and uh, because I want this in such a way that only intelligent people will be able to read it, um, right? Uh, and and so and and not only is this true about the books of the prophecy, the Rambam says, but this is also true when the sages, when the Chazal, when the rabbis of the, of the Talmud and the Mishnah wrote what they wrote, they also wrote in riddles and in parables. Also wrote in such a way that the meaning is deeper than what one can see on the surface. Okay, so I'm going to stop here. This kind of covered. A very big idea. Um, just to recap really quick, uh, we talked about how uh, he, Ram, the Rambam mentioned that he's not going to answer all the questions, and when he answers questions, he's not going to answer to every detail. Um, he mentioned that that um, that the style of the book is not going to be ordered in such a way that you can read it and think you know everything, but it's going to be ordered in such a way that you will get glimpses of the truth, ideas to ponder ideas that you can use to help further your own research based on your own level. Thank you so much. Looking forward to continuing this, uh, the studying the book of Guide of the Perplexed mm -hmm. together.